Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's a new sensation at Anfield, and he heals from County Tyrone. Look at this now for Bradley. Bradley shot! 20-year-old Connor Bradley has led up the Premier League with his phenomenal performances for Liverpool. Take it on his own. He did take it on his own. He gets Liverpool a second goal. And he's already established himself as a top-class international player. How did it feel to score your first Liverpool goal? Uh, yeah, it's a very proud moment, obviously. It's something I've dreamed of for a long time. But yeah, as I said earlier, I think I just feel like I'm in a dream. It's unbelievable. So, now, yeah, I'm very happy. He's even been tipped to become Northern Ireland's highest profile footballer since the legendary George Best. He's incredible, incredible boy. Wonderful. I, I, I'm not sure, I don't hear that, but people told me that the crowd was always singing his name. It's, it's just great. I think he's flying in a moment, and rightly so. On today's Bell Tell, I'm joined by Ulster Herald sports journalist Tommy Nethery and the Belfast Telegraph's chief sports writer Stephen Beacom to discuss the making of Conor Bradley. Tommy, can you tell me about the first time that you laid eyes on the young Connor Bradley? I suppose I'm going back probably 10 years now, Keith, give or take one or two. I'm not just exactly sure, but I know it was another 11 game between Derby and St. Pat's. Bit of a local derby there. The main reason why I was there is because my young lad was a couple of years younger than Connor, and he was playing for the under-11s. I think it might have been the first time he'd been called into the under-11s or whatever, but my memory serves me right. I got down for the second half, and I think the chat then was that Mike Hubbard actually scored, but ultimately some paths come back to 1-3-2. Connor Bradley definitely scored the winner because I can still remember the knee slide. <laughs> I, I think actually Connor Bradley scored the hat in that game, so that's the first time I saw eyes on him. I think there was probably a wee bit of chat maybe before that about him, but yeah, that was the first time. Uh, and Connor wasn't just a talented young footballer, he was an all-round sports enthusiast. Can you tell me a little bit about his, his love of GAA? Well, Connor's family had a strong tradition in GA, and that was connected to the local parish, which, which was a high iron. Obviously, played through primary school, went to Oma CBS, big GA playing school, as we know. We just They just won the Macquarie Cup there for the second year in the trot. And they've also won the Hogan Cup in the past. So, you know, I, and to be honest, when he went to Oma CBS, the amount of soccer he would have actually played at Oma CBS would have been very, very light. And we do play in the Schools Cup now, but generally it's a GA school. So, and he played a fair bit away at High Iron. I'm reliably informed that 
Throwing were well aware of his abilities from an early age as well. And, and I think those conversations were being had, you know, that he was on their radar. But ultimately, I think what happened was he'd become so involved in soccer and, and the various, you know, the club NAs and all that, that essentially he time beat him. He didn't really have time to play J really. So there's an alternative universe out there where Connor could be lining up for Troon in the National League this weekend rather than, than playing for Liverpool. Um, yeah, well, the story, uh, if you believe what people tell you, yeah, that's certainly the case. But football was a sport he, he chose to concentrate on in the end. Um, Connor played for a handful of youth clubs in the Troon area before joining Liverpool. He did. Obviously, St. Pat's was kind of his hometown club. Connor actually lives in a village called Killen, which is about two miles outside Castle Derg. So St. Pat's was a natural grounding for him where he would go and play his football. He obviously played there kind of all through his primary school years. But from a quite early age, and I know I think at that stage he would have been was an IFA development program that kind of went out into the regions. Um, and he was definitely a part of that big time. He ended up basically being recommended to Liverpool, even at that early stage, you know, I, I'm guessing maybe around 12, 13, he'd been recommended to the Liverpool Academy in Belfast. At the same time, that he was recommended to the Man United Academy in, in Belfast. But Liverpool followed up on the inquiry first, and I suppose they got their man. But yeah, he went on to play for Maiden City and obviously Dungannon, but I would say most of it was St. Pat's. And to be honest, he become so involved in the IFA setup, the Western region, the club NI setup, that he didn't really ultimately have that much time to play football at club level once he started to become under Liverpool's radar. So the IFA's club NI setup was a big part of his football upbringing then, right from the, the very early years? Yeah, look, he was identified from an early age and most of the time he was playing a year up. Quite a lot of the time. And I mean, I would say, my own personal opinion, that Conor Bradley getting where he did get to or has got to uh, was down to, you know, coming from within himself and not maybe many coaches can take credit for it, but certainly the IFA, and I'm thinking guys going right back to the development uh, program, Stephen Erskine, Stefan Deary, uh, more later years with Club NA, you're talking Jared Boyle, Declan Devine, Darren Murphy, Connor Marlin, those guys. If anybody had an input into Connor Bradley, those are the guys I would say ultimately. I mean, Connor Bradley was traveling all over the. He's going to Belfast and Friday nights to Liverpool Academy. He was going to the Western Region Club NA. He was on the road three, four nights a week, maybe. Incredible. First time I saw him play was 2017 at the, the Super Club and he played in the centre midfield for Club NI. They were playing a year young. Uh, it was at Anderson Park in Coleraine and he, he absolutely ran the show and I remember the Club NI coach at the time, Declan Devine, he obviously went on to Manchester City, raved about him and, and talked in, in great terms about him and it's amazing the amount of players that he played with in that team are now, you know, North Ireland teammates from the likes of, of Ross McCausland. But the people of Tyrone are understandably incredibly proud of Connor. I mean, well, he's been scoring goals for Liverpool and, and, and you know, creating chances down that, that right flank. What's the reaction to his success been back home? Look, it's been massive. It's the name on everybody's lips, I suppose, no matter who you're talking to, especially in football circles. The conversation's all about Connor Bradley. I think, look, they're just extremely proud of him. They have... I suppose watched him 
growing up and developing and they heard all the talk about Conor Bradley. All the time we keep hearing about young players who are doing well, but to see one actually go there and crack it and you'd have to say become a regular in a Liverpool side at this early age is just phenomenal. And I think the other thing is, you know, he was involved in GA. I mean, he was involved with Fun Valley Athletics clubs as well. He had so many connections and everybody kind of just knew him. And, and yeah, they're, they're, they're fascinated. They're they're excited about where he's going and how he's done. Tragically, Connor's father Joe died at the age of fifty-eight after a long illness earlier this month. Joe was a, a big influence on his son, obviously. Yeah, I think to be honest, his parents full stop were a massive influence. And I mean, I even just touched on the fact that he went to Fun Valley Athletics Club. He was cross country. I think he finished third in the All Ireland. You know, his mother introduced him to yoga and stuff just to add a bit of diversity in there. Total concentration of football maybe was too much. And to be honest, Connor, this comes across in Connor as well. And he's, you know, this comes from his parents. They shy away from all the publicity in terms of, of his football and all the rest. And I haven't actually talked face to face with Linda, his mother, but she's messaged me up, you know, back and forth every now and again. And basically one of the last messages was we don't do interviews. <laughs> so you know, they're very, they're very honest human people. And to be honest, I'm just thinking about Connor and his attitude and, and everything that goes with that. I mean, I don't believe Connor Bradley will ever think he's made it until the day he retires. And that's, that's just his mindset. And that's a lot of that comes from his parents. I'm now joined by the Belfast Telegraph's chief sports writer, Stephen Beacom. Stephen, you have been following Conor Bradley's career from the very beginning. He's grabbed the headlines in recent weeks, there's no doubt about that, but he's no overnight success. Can you tell me a bit about how he's climbed through the ranks at Liverpool? Yeah, it's a fantastic story and it's a story of hard work, dedication, commitment, combined with uh, a wonderful attitude and his supreme ability, Keith. And it's a joyous one in many respects. And it's uh, an example to any young person from Northern Ireland who wants to make the grade at high-level sport. So in 2019, I remember writing a story about Conor Bradley. Obviously, he was well-known in Northern Ireland football circles even then. He was 15 years of age and um, he had done some wondrous things even before that point but it was then that he joined Liverpool Football Club officially and it's funny because um, there were other players from Dungannon United Youth who at the same time were signing for clubs in England and one of them was a good friend of his, Aaron Donnelly who went to Nottingham Forest. So Connor went over to Liverpool and he progressed really well through the youth ranks. He was playing under 18s football and eventually he would play under 20 football and bear in mind he's only a teenager at this stage so the coaches at Liverpool are already seeing that this is a potential first team star of the future and it was really interesting because he made his Northern Ireland debut before he made his Liverpool debut but his Liverpool debut came after he had impressed in pre-season in 2021 and I remember the night that Connor made his Liverpool debut it was a historic occasion because as everyone knows the two biggest supported clubs in Northern Ireland I would suggest are Liverpool and Manchester United Manchester United over the years has 
been fortunate enough to have scores of Northern Ireland players play for them, but Liverpool haven't in um, recent decades. So Connor played his first team match for Liverpool against Norwich in the League Cup. That was in September 2021. And in doing so, he became the first Northern Ireland man to play a competitive game for Liverpool since Sammy Smith and get this, 1954. That's 67 years. So it wasn't just important for Conor Bradley this night and his family who were there to see it. It was important for all of the Liverpool supporters in Northern Ireland who finally had one of their own playing for the first team and a club that they had supported all their lives. So um, it was a really proud moment. And um, since then, he's just gone from strength to strength. And he's been absolutely sensational for Liverpool in the first team this season? He has, and um, I suppose one of the big factors in Connor's development was that season that he played against Norwich and made his debut, he played five times for the first team, including in the Champions League. And I remember talking to him about the Champions League. He only came on for injury time, but it was in the San Siro against AC Milan. So what a debut in European football, Keith. And he was so proud of that, and rightly so. So that season he played five times for Liverpool. Liverpool. Then he went on loan to Bolton Wanderers, where he was a monumental success. He was playing for them in League One, and you know he just took the place by storm. It was incredible to witness this young lad who became so popular so quickly with the Bolton Wanderers fans. So much so that he won all the Player of the Year awards. He played at Wembley as well in the Papa John's Trophy final against Plymouth, and the performance then, Keith, was. Exhilarating, you know, I was watching him fly up the right wing and I was thinking, my goodness me, I knew he was good, but even I was surprised and taken aback by how quickly he was coming on. So then he went back to Liverpool, but in the summer of 2023, unfortunately, he suffered a stress fracture off his back. So he was out for a few months. I think Jurgen Klopp had the plan to play him in the early months of the season, almost as some sort of deputy for Trent Alexander-Arnold. But then he got over that injury and he came back late in 2023. He became the first Northern Ireland player in in history to start a game in Europe for Liverpool. And he's just gone on from there. I think January was obviously the big month for Connor. It was the match against Arsenal in the FA Cup that a lot of people will look back on and say that was his major breakthrough. Listen, I think he'd broken through already, but um, uh, yeah, the, it was a big game against Arsenal and suddenly it became um, a global thing for Connor, not just a, a Northern Ireland and Liverpool thing. And um, what was interesting about that match was he came on and played right back and he was up against Gabriel Martinelli, who was having a really strong game and he had Martinelli in his pocket. And um, a lot of people obviously took notice of that. In that match, Trent Alexander-Arnold got injured. Next thing you know, Connor is starting in the League Cup semi-final, both legs against Fulham. He made his Premier League debut for Liverpool at Bournemouth and was excellent again, got an assist in that game. And then came Chelsea. Liverpool 4, Chelsea 1. I think Connor's going to remember that one for the rest of his life because he played out of his skin. He's a 20-year-old making his debut at Anfield in a league game. That's his Premier League 
home debut and he's the best player in the pitch. You've got all these world-class players around him and Connor Bradley, the 20-year-old kid from Northern Ireland, is the best player in the pitch. Two assists, one goal, one absolutely brilliant goal. And in scoring that goal, he became the first man from Northern Ireland to score for the Reds since Sammy Smith again. But this time it was 70 years on. So um, Connor Bradley is making history all the time and his performances in recent weeks have just been majestic and I truly believe there's more to come. Now Connor's best position, he's primarily a right back, but Liverpool's first choice right back, Trent Alexander-Arnold, is a much-loved figure at Anfield. Is it possible that Bradley and Alexander-Arnold can be accommodated in the same team? Ah, 100%. They're two class players. I fully believe that at some point Trent Alexander-Arnold will move into midfield because he's the type of player who can run a game. His passing range, his vision, his ability to get forward and score goals is unquestioned. And I think he'd be a great asset for Liverpool Football Club in the middle of the park. And I also think having Conor Bradley at right back in the same team as Trent Alexander-Arnold would actually strengthen Liverpool. I really do. It's a pity that Jurgen Klopp is leaving at the end of the season because he loves Conor Bradley and as does his coaching team. And obviously Jurgen was the man who gave him his chance and I think Conor will always be grateful for that. But whoever comes in next season, it's going to be fascinating to see what happens because um, there's no doubt right now, if you were picking your strongest Liverpool team, I don't think you could have Connor Bradley on the bench. I think he's got to start. And I'd also start Trent Alexander-Arnold as well. Imagine having the two of them in your lineup for 30 or 40 games a season. My goodness, it would be wonderful to watch. And I think it would be brilliant for Connor's development. And I also think it would be good for Alexander-Arnold. Now, Premier League fans are probably just getting to know Connor Bradley, but Northern Ireland fans have known him for a long time now. He made his international debut just before his 18th birthday in 2021. That's right, and he was really proud to do it. It was against Malta, and it was a friendly in Austria. And I remember speaking to him about this at a later date, and he was really chuffed to come on for Stuart Dallas because Dallas is one of those players that everyone looks up to in Northern Ireland, and he said it was a really proud moment for him and his family. His first home game for Northern Ireland was against Switzerland and I'm certain the listeners will remember Keith that was an ill draw but the biggest cheer of the night was when Connor rattled into one of the Switzerland players near the corner flag and I think that was the moment he arrived as a Northern Ireland international. He's played 13 times for Northern Ireland, he's obviously going to play many more and he's going to be such a big player for Northern Ireland, not just from the fact that he plays for Liverpool and people will recognise that this is a really top class operator playing for the country, but also because any time he puts on the green shirt, you can see in his attitude and his commitment to the job in hand how well he wants to do. And Northern Ireland have got so many young players coming through and it's brilliant because the likes of Conor Bradley, Ross McCausland, players like that have played together in the youth ranks. So uh, it's a wonderful opportunity for these guys to kick on in their international career together. And I believe in Michael O'Neill, they have the best man to lead them in the future. And hopefully one day, the likes of Conor Bradley and other Northern Ireland players will play in a major tournament. And I think they'd light it up, to be honest with you. 
We talked a little bit about the battle at right back or, or trying to accommodate Trent Alexander-Arnold and, and Conor Bradley in the same team at Liverpool. There's almost a similar situation developing for Northern Ireland and for Michael O'Neill because Northern Ireland have another very exciting right back in Trey Hume. What way do you think that, that Michael O'Neill might try and accommodate Conor and Trey Hume, the, the Sunderland defender? I think it's very exciting for Northern Ireland to have two players like that. Um, I'll be amazed if Trey Hume doesn't go on and play in the Premier League, Keith. Sunderland fans may not want to hear that, but he's good enough to go to the top flight. And Connor alongside him, I imagine down that right side would be fantastic. But the way I see it is this. I think in time, Michael O'Neill will see Trey Hume as one of his three centre-backs and that might release Connor as a right wing-back. Another option is this, by the way. Because of Connor's ability... There's no doubt in my mind that at international level he could play in midfield. And um, I know there's certain people, Joe Marcari being one of them from Dungannon, who thinks that midfield is going to be his ultimate position. But Connor has definitely got that in his locker. He's got the energy. And you see it sometimes with Poole, where he actually goes into midfield and picks up the ball, Trent Alexander-Arnold style. Recently, I watched him do that against Brentford, where um, he was in the middle of the park waiting for the ball, and then he surges forward and has a cracking shot just over the bar. So Connor Bradley can play a number of positions, as can Trey Hume. I think they can both be pretty sure that they're going to be in the starting 11 for Northern Ireland going forward. And yeah, it could be really exciting times for the the country and I can't wait to see how it all develops. Northern Ireland fans are very excited about Conor Bradley. But let's be honest, there's a lot of Republic of Ireland fans here are disappointed that Conor didn't decide to declare for the Republic as other Dares born in Northern Ireland have. It's no secret that the FAI approached Connor and offered him the opportunity to play for the Republic. Why did Connor take the option to stick with the Irish FA in Northern Ireland? I think it's pretty simple, you know, because the Irish FA noticed how good Connor was from an early age. So he was in that setup and he was enjoying it. I remember in 2018, he actually captained the Northern Ireland under-16 team to Victory Shield glory. Bear in mind, that was the first time Northern Ireland had won that tournament since Stephen Davis was um, pulling the strings as a kid. And I know that Connor really enjoyed that experience. And I think it's down to the fact that he was liking it. Sometimes it can be as simple as that. He thinks that he was learning a lot from the game and things were going well. So um, why change it? And then Ian Bartloff, to his credit, gave Connor his senior international debut whenever Connor was a teenager. And Connor has now gone on to win multiple caps and is going to be a huge player for Northern Ireland going forward. I think. It's brilliant for Michael O'Neill. It's brilliant for Northern Ireland. And I think Conor Bradley is going to relish his international future for many more years to come, Keith. And what do you think the future holds for young Mr. Bradley, both for club and for country? Well, he's going to become a, a massively important player for both Liverpool and Northern Ireland. I hope that in time Connor gets the opportunity to play at a major finals with Northern Ireland and I believe that's a possibility. For Liverpool, I think he's going to go from strength to strength. 
Obviously, it's going to be interesting to see who the, the new manager at Liverpool is. That's going to play a, a part in his career. But he has the ability, he has the attitude and he has the desire. And he's also a wonderful athlete. And I think we should pay tribute to his parents as well. I know there's a lot of coaches who obviously deserve credit for what he has achieved. But his mum and dad, I remember doing an interview with them, Keith, where he said how important they were to him and he's got a great family behind him and I sincerely wish him well because you know what he's a lovely lad he is making people sit up and take notice and I can't wait to see what the future holds for Connor because I think the world is at his feet and it couldn't happen to a nicer lad Today's episode of The Bell Tell was presented and produced by myself Keith Bailey Sound design was by Rory Bones and clips were provided by TNT Sport and the Irish FA. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.